Definitions. We are now approaching the end of the prologue section of these blogs and podcasts. After today's post, we have just a few more left before we dive into the very practical dimensions of repertoire and artistry, each of which will be covered in considerable length and depth. But for the time being, we need to take a step back so as to reflect upon and define two terms which I have been using rather freely and frequently up until this point. They are the sacred liturgy and sacred music. The nature of this task might necessitate a little bit drier and denser style on my part, but because the understanding of these terms is so fundamental to our mission, I ask for your patient attention. What is the sacred liturgy? Here's one classic definition. It is the collection of rites and ceremonies by means of which the church expresses and manifests the religion by which she is united to God. Beyond this bare-bones definition, we can also go on to say that, one, it is instituted by Christ, who entrusted its implementation and development to the apostles and their successors. Consequently, it is the public worship of all those churches, East and West, who trace their governance back to Jesus and the apostles. That is to say, all of the many Catholic and Orthodox churches throughout the world. Two, it is intended to extend the saving presence and power of the Incarnation throughout the world and throughout history, so that in being intimately united to Christ and his entire mystical body, we might offer fitting worship to God. Three, it has as its foundation the administration of the seven sacraments, which are baptism, confirmation, the Eucharist, penance, anointing of the sick, holy orders, and matrimony. Four, it is centered in the solemn celebration of the Holy Eucharist, known in our Roman rite as the Mass, and in the East by other names, such as the Divine Liturgy, or simply Offering. Five, it is extended by prayer services at regular hours throughout each day, known in the West as the Divine Office or Liturgy of the Hours. These consist primarily of the chanting or reciting of the Psalms, along with other traditional hymns, prayers, and readings, and are a continuation and development of the ancient Jewish daily prayers. This important dimension of the liturgy is part of the daily discipline of clergy and many religious orders, while the laity are also encouraged to participate in it as much as they are able to do so. And six, the sacred liturgy also includes various other ceremonies, rites, and readings, such as those found in the Roman pontifical, these are rites which are particular to bishops, and the martyrology, which lists and describes canonized saints for every day of the year. Now, this great gift of the liturgy is not meant to be the exclusive means by which we can approach and worship God, as we are also called to pray in the silence of our own room, 
as well as in all of life's circumstances. And there are many situations in which our private and collective prayers and devotions can be of great spiritual benefit. But the liturgy is considered to be the foundation for all these other kinds of prayer, insofar as it's received as God's own initiative in Christ, rather than our own. And while the Mass is indeed at the center of all the above aspects of the sacred liturgy, it is also important to be aware of its much greater breadth and depth in its entirety. It is all there for the glory of God, for our sanctification and edification, either through our own personal participation or through the participation of others on our behalf. And as we move forward in these blogs and podcasts, even though our focus will be on music in the Mass, it is good to be aware of this broader context to which we will return at times. And now we must turn to the definition of sacred music. The traditional meaning of this term is rather straightforward and simple and springs from the fact that the word sacred means consecrated. In other words, sacred music indicates that this is the music which has been uniquely consecrated for use in the Catholic liturgy, and as such has certain objective, identifiable characteristics. But in official church documents of 1958 and 1967, this implicit definition seems to have been ever so slightly modified and expanded, which will now require us to take a closer look at both the traditional and the modified meanings. Please join me for my next post in which our reflections in this regard should lead us to better understand the real drama of sacred music as it continues to unfold before our very eyes. Oh.